Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Today we're talking with Kim Crivet, veterinary medicine, and Kim is, has North Star Veterinary Practice in Parkton, North Carolina. So Kim, tell me a little bit about how you came to be a horse lover. Uh, probably just like every other little girl, was horse crazy as a small child. Um, and, you know, my mom had me riding, you know, when I was very, very little, and as it is, it's, it's a sense of power to ride, but it's also a sense of communication, of trust and bonding to be able to, you know, guide a, you know, thousand pound animal and that they say, okay. So I think, you know, I've been thinking about that question you want me to answer and that's what I have to say is what started it and that's what the joy that you see on every small little girl's face when you let them ride a horse and the thrill and that that's what it is. Um, so I, I think that that's what drew me to horses. Uh, and then the communication level and then the, the bonding with them. Mm -hmm. I, I think that there's something majestic, um, you know, and, you know, a deeper communication bond with a horse when you're riding or working with them. I, I agree wholeheartedly that that's almost a magical connection that there's nothing mm -hmm. else that, that fills that void. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Definitely. So I was trying to think, why is it more with, with little girls versus little boys? Yeah. Probably just because of our DNA makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just because, you know, little boys are, you know, drawn to other things and, and, and girls are drawn to other things, you know, and so I think that's, that's the main reason. I think so, too. I think that nurturing that, you know, we have as women is, is mm -hmm. a big factor in right. that. Right. Well, did you ever, what did you do with horses? Did you show or do you trail ride or just? Um, I showed a little bit and, you know, I just, I had some horses. They're very, very far away. They're 45 minutes away. When I was in first grade, we had two horses and they were 45 minutes away. Um, and so after they, you know, gone, went, you know, passed away, my, my dad said, you, you can't get another horse until you can drive yourself. So I didn't get another horse until I was 16. I'd been going to horse camp every summer. Uh -huh. um, didn't really do much in the wintertime. It's Minnesota, so you can. So, but horse camp, I mean, I just lived and breathed, you know. Um, it was a CHA, Camp Horseman Association, certified. So we were testing um, beginner, you know, um, you know, intermediate, advanced, you know, different testing, uh, which is horse knowledge and horse patterns. and. And then you had to write a test, very much like a dressage test, and see how and get scored on it, and see how well you do. Um, so, you know, that's that's the where my horse stuff came from. And then, wanting to be a, a horse veterinarian, um, but I was a little disenchanted in vet school because you know to be a horse veterinarian, um, if you go into like the racehorse business, you're told what to inject you're told you know what to do by the trainers not even by the owners because owners aren't there and um and it's just to get that horse to get to the next level um and then also it, it was a little um disenchanting when i went to vet school i mean that's 
92 is when I graduated that school. Uh -huh. So that's 100 years ago. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, I felt you had to be chosen, picked and chosen to be, you know, the shining star equine girl. Uh -huh. um, and if you aren't that and don't have sharp elbows and, and know how to move forward in a pond of swimming against you with your elbows, you will get a little disenchanted. And I did in vet school. Uh -huh. um, I actually thought about doing pig medicine until they said, okay, well, we're going to, you know, euthanize these five and cut them open and see what's going on. And I was like, yeah, that was it. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. So I came back to the horses. And so, you know, a lot of people have always asked me, well, you're so close to Southern Pines, you know, why don't you delve in there? I can, but I don't have anything to prove anymore. Uh -huh. You have to, I don't want to be, they're wonderful veterinarians. I use the veterinarians in Southern Pines. But I don't want to be the latest flavor uh -huh. in those barns. Uh -huh. I want people to call me because they know that I am the same as I was 20 years ago as I am now, and that I am as honest as I was, and it's not the newest flavor. And so I've seen it so many times with these young women that have got wonderful practices over there. They're the hottest thing, and then the next, and then the next young woman comes, and then they're the hottest thing. Mm -hmm. And I just, I can't, I just, I just don't want to do that. So I am who I am, and I love my, you know, what I have with my ability, with my chiropractic and my acupuncture, um, and then just my, you know, let's solve this problem simply. Yes, we can use all the tools that we have, and if the client can financially and mentally do that, we do that. If not, let's just be, make it simple. Uh -huh. And so um, that's, that's one of the things. I, you know, all I want to do is I want to have a brand new horse, and that's all I want to do is I just want to ride. Uh -huh. I just want to be in the woods, and I just want to ride. Right. Yeah, and just, you know, be, you know, exploring. So that's where I'm at right now. Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds, located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room? when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail. Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition. From your performance horse to your weekend trail horse, our line of maximum nutrition equine feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at MuleCity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. You know, one of the things that I really admire about you, we shot some segments for our TV show, and you did different veterinary things that people needed to know. And every time that we would play one in an episode, I would look at my husband and I'd say, you know, Kim is such a good vet because she's such common sense. Yeah. You know, I used to work in the medical field and we used to have a, a saying that the doctor heard, when he heard hoofbeats, he heard, saw zebras. Yeah. And you don't. You yeah. see you see what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's... In North Carolina, it's usually quarter horse. <laughs> this is true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> but I always admired that yeah. about you. Well, I mean... That's how I have to, you know, that's how I have to, that's how I do veterinary medicine. Uh -huh. 
Um, and, you know, more and more it's, you know, it's a pattern. Um, I, you know, and I, I thank my, you know, chiropractic and my acupuncture training on that because acupuncture is straight up pattern. Uh -huh. It's a pattern, you know, what kind of symptoms come with that? What, where do they hurt from these different things? What do you use to treat it? You know, and it's not, it's not a pattern that, you know, this is how you treat parvo. It's, it's a, a pattern that's a little bit more, um, I'm missing a word, a little bit more earthy. Uh -huh. Organic. Right. Right. <laughs> Natural kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. There you go. Yeah. And so that's what I'm, that's what I'm striving for. And that's so what people have like, here, I know, it's, you know, with the small animals, everybody's like, oh, I've heard so much about you. And, you know, their first time here and they want to, you know, meet me. Uh-huh. And I try to tell them that there are five other vets here too. True. Very true. <laughs> And that they're, you know, we have one, we have one male doctor, you know. And so what can I say for the young, you know, women, you know, that are wanting to be a vet or an equine vet? Um, you know, you have to work hard, but I think it's not as much of a, you know, I, I mean, I have no clue on how competitive it is these days. But, you know, on being able to be just that equine vet, you know, everybody says, well, you... You've got to go and get an internship at a big name hospital, and then you know, and so those are that adds more competitiveness and more stress of you know getting out there. Um, but you can just also just do your your own thing and be who you are and be successful. Uh -huh. So, anyway. I I agree with you. I think it's interesting how that school has changed so much because I would imagine twenty twenty five years ago. There would be one woman or two in every class, and now it's reversed, and there's only one or two men in every class. When I went, it was um, when I went, it was truly uh, there was 60 of us, and it was probably 40 women. So I was already uh, I was already on that that's that, good that wave, yeah, right? So it, it's been that way, and it probably so 88 is when I got in. So probably the late 70s is probably when the flip. Uh -huh. started and so the flip started probably and this is the people who said is this one because we have the nurture in us uh -huh. and that we you know have that and that also um and i don't know if i truly believe this one but they said oh it's a nice second income <laughs> right you, know? you come out owing just as much as a medical doctor and make a third less absolutely yeah 100 percent um so and it's a nice second income, you know, but I don't, I don't, I remember someone telling me that in, in senior year of vet school and I was like, second income? Mm -hmm. What do you, I mean, what, behind my husband? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, never? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've always, you know, you know, if I was a man, people wouldn't look twice at what I say. Mm -hmm. They would take it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so it hasn't hindered me in the horse world. It's hindered me more in like the business end of it, right? Getting you know loans. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you know, expanding, doing you know, this this big building, etc. So, that's the only place that I, I kind of go. Uh, you wouldn't say that to a man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. We can't be successful without your donations as our partners. Every event that Cushing Media Productions produce donates $1 from ticket sales to Cushing Equestrian Fund. Join us, Cushing Equestrian Fund, your trusted source in an emergency.
Follow us on Facebook, and you can donate on our website, www.cushingmedia.net. How, um, what's your favorite part of your veterinary practice? What, what do you like to do best? Giving the animals my chiropractic and acupuncture. Uh-huh. Truly, it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a passion. Seeing just today, you know, that I went back and looked through the notes and in May of last year, the dog was not walking, period. Uh-huh. It was in the hospital. I can't remember why it wasn't walking. I think it blew a disc. And she's up and walking. That's awesome. You know? And so, I mean, like, you could look at her and go, oh, something's a little different. But if you didn't know, you wouldn't have known. So, you know, seeing that, doing that, and then making the help with the um, dogs that are, you know, having problems. And then, you know, and then teaching the owners when to, when do they need help. Mm-hmm. So that and seeing the animals, the subtle changes, you know, their eye, the quiet of the eye, the licking of the lips. When they get down, they shake. And then one I did the other day yesterday, she was like, oh, she couldn't, she couldn't shake her head like that, much less all the way down her back. Right. So in something that's so simple, everybody kind of goes, well, they shake all the time. I'm like, I get done vaccinating the dogs, and I get done cleaning the ears. They don't get down and shake. Uh-huh. So these animals that shake their whole body, or try to, when I'm done with chiropractic acupuncture, they get down and shake, and so that's a, that's a comfort. So that's the pure, because they aren't going to, think in their brain, oh, I'm, I just got done, blah, blah, blah. They're just pure re- response. Uh-huh. And, and so and it's pure parasympathetic, sympathetic response. And so that's the coolest thing. And I, I'm glad I did it when I did it, but I, I wish I would have done it earlier and I, I could be more of a master at this point in my life. Right. You know, because I, I mean, master of it. Not that I have it mastered, but more, you know, under my belt because I was, I chomp at that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know it's been a passion of yours for a mm-hmm. long time, and you're very, very good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's you know, um, that's just in veterinary medicine in general. But um, you know, the equine world. Um, you know, sometimes it's in in you know daunting to know that you know other people have you know. I guess more toys and more things that they have for diagnostics and I'm I'm still, you know, I truly believe that just like I think in human medicine and I think in small animal medicine that the doctors are not putting their hands on their patient. You know, when was the last time your doctor asked to see your, what your tongue looked like? Right. And then the last time they actually looked at your sclera. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, my husband... Um, had COVID and when he went to the pulmonologist the man spent two hours examining him and he's never had that kind of a physical I mean the guy even noticed where his finger was out of joint from getting caught in a horse halter his personal doctor doesn't know that <laughs> so you're right I think that's a better way of medicine when you're really practicing on the human mm-hmm. and not relying on the, mm-hmm. side, the technical stuff absolutely absolutely any regrets No, I don't have any regrets. Um, I don't. And what do you have on your bucket list going forward? Um, to retire. To retire. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be so bored. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm 55, and I'd like to, you know, retire before you know I'm 70. Uh-huh. So I really am pushing really hard for the next five years. Um, 
uh, bucket list. Maybe to, you know, understand herbs even more than I do now. Um, I, I don't know a bucket list. I, I want to move to a cabin in the mountains. Uh -huh. That's my number one bucket list. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, raise Rocky Mountain horses and golden retrievers. That sounds like a wonderful way to retire, for sure. <laughs> sounds a little busy to me. <laughs> well, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you, so you, you have had kids, and you've had a busy life and yeah. a successful life. Yeah. Yeah. My Willow, she's 15 this year. We age her just like a horse. Right. It's January 1, so she's already 15. There you go. She doesn't turn 15 until uh, May 31st. So, yeah, she's um, doing a venting. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, and so she has a horse and working on that, and uh, so we stay busy, you know, taking her to the lessons over in Southern Pines, and uh -huh. we've hooked up to a real, once again, you know, down-to-earth trainer, um, which has been really good for her. Right. Um, and, uh, um, you know, going to these different places, and it's fun, and it's amazing, and that's like, a, you know, all the disciplines are really hard. That's just like scary. I know. I know. I would. I, I would love to do a venting, but it would terrify me for my kid to do a venting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. So I understand. Right. Yeah. And um, you know, I keep Rob busy. Mm -hmm. Um, he's fixing the. He's out in the equine fixing up the stall doors. Right. And uh, you know, so thank goodness I, you know, married a very very handy man. You know, I'm very very compassionate about the animals and about my job, etc. That always... So it's, it was like perfect. I can't imagine not. I can't imagine like him having a job, you know, somewhere for, you know, eight until seven, five, uh -huh. and then coming home and not being part of the, my life. Right. So, yeah. Right. It's always good to have a good family unit yeah. working together. If everybody's pulling the same way, it's mm -hmm. so much better. Absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, sure. I appreciate no your time. I hope that helped. It I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening.